Hello and welcome back to this St Nick's at Four podcast. Um, we're following up again our, some of our themes from the weekend and hopefully giving us some further thoughts just to, to consider and reflect on together. If you are with us on Sunday, you will have heard this one verse, Romans 12, 12, which in the New International Reader's Version, which is a slightly simpler version, says this. When you hope, be joyful. When you suffer, be patient. When you pray, be faithful. For me, there's a bit of a manifesto for these days where we, yeah, we are joyful in our hope, we're patient in our suffering, and we're faithful in our prayer. The wider context of this verse is set in um, a conversation about gifts that we've been given and how we should um, hold those gifts and use those gifts. And um, there's something about it set in the context of what we can do together. In fact, I'll read just a few verses out for us as we look at these few verses from Romans chapter 12. This is what it says. God's grace has been given to me. So here is what I say to every one of you. Don't think of yourself more highly than you should. Be reasonable when you think about yourself. Keep in mind the faith God has given to each of you. Each of us has one body with many parts and the parts do not all have the same purpose. So also we are many persons, but in Christ we are one body and each part of the body belongs to all the other parts. We all have gifts. They differ according to the grace God has given to each of us. Do you have the gift of prophecy? Then use it according to the faith you have. If your gift is serving, then serve. If it is in teaching, then teach. If it is encouraging others, then encourage them. Is it giving to others, then give freely. Is it being a leader, then work hard at it. Is it showing mercy, then do it cheerfully. There's a great passage there reminding us that we all have a part to play in God's kingdom. This isn't some one man band, um, one man show, whatever the phrase is gonna be, but we um, in our shared giftedness can declare and extend God's kingdom in this world. So what do I wanna pick up from this? Well, um, there's this little phrase that says right there at the beginning, verse three, don't think of yourself more highly than you should. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you, but um, it sounds kind of like a, a negative thing. It's like a put down. And um, we're going to just consider that for a bit um, in this podcast. Um, I came across a question from a friend recently, and he was considering how this a verse from James chapter four, um, well, what this verse might mean to us as we share our gifts together. And it says, James chapter four, verse 10 says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Now, I think essentially it's a reminder that we can't lift ourselves up. It guards us against the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps idea, which is all about kind of recovering from setbacks without any outside help or to succeed only by our own efforts and abilities. For me, that's the opposite of humbling ourselves. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. It comes again in another book in the New Testament in 1 Peter and it says this, 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. 
There it is again. Humble yourselves. Maybe it's this idea from our reading in Romans chapter 12. Don't think of yourself more highly than you should. Now, as we hear that, as we hear that phrase and those words, we take it as a negative, a put down. We hear humble yourselves as you've got too big for your boots or he needs taking down a peg or two. That's not what humbling yourself is about. I like the fact that it is about humbling yourself, not other people humbling you. It's a choice, um, but it's not a negative thing. And that's what I just want to explore for a few minutes in this episode. Last week, we were considering um, the risen Jesus and how Mary thought that Jesus was the gardener. Well, this week, we're back in the soil, the earth, the humus. The word humble comes from the root word from which we get humus, this idea of a an the soil and the vegetation and all the matter that's combined to create a healthy soil structure. And this, it comes from the Latin root word humilis, which means lowly. And it means, it literally means on the ground or from the earth. We find it in the word human. We are of the earth. And sometimes we have this negative reminder from the Old Testament that this is part of the curse. In Genesis chapter 3, as God cursed humanity, it says this, By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. And we hold on to that kind of negative kind of curse, but actually... That wasn't the first time that God described us of the dust of the ground. And if you go back into um, chapter two, it says this, then the Lord God formed mankind from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. And I think that's what it is to be humble. We are of this earth. We are not of the stars. Maybe it's a bit of a reality check, a reminder of what we are. We are of this earth. Now, you might want to argue that in Christ we are new creations seated on high. And outside of time, this is already true. But here and now I am living in the now and not yet kingdom of God. Perhaps more on that another week. But for this episode, back to the humus of humility. For me, humility is about being earthed, knowing our place, knowing our identity as creative being, as created beings. It's a positive thing. It accompanies contentment as we understand and accept ourselves and our position in the world. But we know what this world is like. We're always looking to make progress, improve our lot, grow, and all this is good. We have gifts and skills that we are to use, but not for our own advancement. Our gifts and skills are to bring God's kingdom to bear in the world. So for me, it's not pride that is the opposite of humility. It's the seeking after transcendence. 
that is the opposite of humility. It's the trying to escape our position in the world that is the opposite of humility. Or in the words of Eugene Peterson, our problem is that we fail to be comfortable in our own skin, to come to grips with our place in this world, that we are of the earth, not above it, nor any other living thing. We are not content with merely being human, so we strive to become something greater, to distinguish ourselves from and above others. I think that just about explains it. You know, that's, that's it. It's right there. Now, there's one other passage in the Bible that talks about humbling ourselves that I want to pick up on this um, in this episode. It actually came in the Lecture 365 prayer app just this morning. And it says this in 2 Chronicles. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, this verse comes in a context of difficult circumstances and it fits for us in these days that we are coming to terms with this coronavirus. And in some ways, apologies if, if this is controversial, but in many ways, I think that despite what this verse says, I don't actually think we can humble ourselves. I think humble us, humbling ourselves is about realising our position, that kind of realisation that we are of the earth. And that realisation doesn't change it. It just shows that we accept it. So today, perhaps I can do some Yoda theology. And in this case, I mean the Star Wars Yoda. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Perhaps Yoda might say, humble you are before the Lord. He will lift you up. Or from 1 Peter, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Yoda might say, humble you are under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And then from 2 Chronicles, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will hear, heal their land. Perhaps Yoda in this situation would say, if my people who are called by my name, who are humbled, will pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Humility isn't something we do, it's the position we are in. Perhaps a little bit more than that, humility is the awareness of the position that we are in, the understanding of it, the acceptance of it. And if we just hold on to that passage from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, they were in difficult circumstances. The verse just before, verse 13 says that God has shut up the heavens so that there is no rain and that he has commanded locusts to devour the land and he has sent a plague among his people. Those are difficult circumstances and we have a sense that we understand them. 
in some way. What is our response? Perhaps our response is to understand our predicament, understand our position as of the earth, created beings. Perhaps our response then is to pray and to seek God and to turn from our wicked ways. In turn, God promises that he will hear from heaven and that he will forgive and that he will heal. So perhaps humility isn't something that we do to ourselves. It's an understanding of who we are, of what we are. There are many things that we should do. Our readings from Romans chapter 12 this week gives us quite a long list of the things that we can do, the gifts that we have. But our identity isn't in our human doing, it's in our human being. We are of the earth, grounded, and it's no bad thing. See you next week.